on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Independent. If you find that you are struggling with the cost of living, the news is that families are going to be in line for a tax break worth a grand. This is from Fine Gael now. Fine Gael pushing for a tax break of €1,000 a year for workers on the average household income ahead of coalition talks on the budget. Fine Gael wants considerably larger cuts to income tax and the USC than in previous years. Uh, You can smell an election here, uh, but this is officially because of the record budget surpluses being projected over the next four years. So it's been described as an opening salvo from Fine Gael ahead of budget talks. On to the front of the Irish Times, they're looking at housing and empty office blocks are going to be converted into apartments under a government plan to tackle the housing shortfall. Uh, Minister Dara O'Brien has lobbied Minister Simon Coveney on the issue who wants his support for a plan to convert offices built during the recent construction boom but are now not being used. And Minister O'Brien said a surge in office construction has surpassed Celtic Tiger tiger levels of output and combined with post-pandemic working practices in a way that may result in an oversupply of office space. So essentially too many offices around the country not being used so you could live in an office now if it's turned into an apartment. The Irish Daily Mail says that we're facing a nutrition crisis in Ireland because 85% of our fruit and veg are imported as farmers here quit in their droves. Doctors and dietitians are warning we need to add more veg to our diet but it's emerged that just 1% of all Irish farms now grow veg. Kind of a shocking figure when you think about it for a country so reliant on uh, agriculture and um, obviously such a prominent industry in Ireland to think just 1% of the farms actually grow veg now. So 65,000 tonnes of apples, 38,500 tonnes of onions, 25,000 tonnes of cabbage, 20,000 tonnes of carrots and 75,000 tonnes of potatoes were imported in 2020. Um, and Cork-based nutritionist Mary Carmody has said we're being told it's best to follow ancestral diets that are homegrown but obviously we can't do that so we have to fly them in thousands of miles uh, instead and Mary is worried about um, sprays and plastic and all that other stuff being used so essentially we're facing a nutrition crisis. Obviously we heard on the news there about the uh, very sad incident which happened in Donegal uh, the Irish Daily Star killed in Garda Car Tragedy is the headline and the Irish son Rebecca 21 killed in 3am cop car horror the death of a young woman struck by a Garda car as she headed back to a hotel after a night out is being probed by GSOC Rebecca Brown is photographed on the front of the Irish son and she died in the collision outside Buncrana at 3am yesterday and of course Buncrana such a holiday town so many people um, go for breaks there uh, she was from Derry Uh, understood to be visiting a friend over the weekend like so many young people do and just a real tragedy. The Herald this morning on the front page has a story called Tala Shooting Terror. Uh, Gunman opens fire as kids play which will kind of put the heart across you. Detectives are hunting for a reckless gunman who opened fire in front of children playing in Tala yesterday. The gun attack is believed to be linked to a dispute in the area which seems to be worsening. It's already seen a botched shooting and a firebomb in the past week alone. CCTV footage of the incident
incident shows children cycling past as the shooter lets off a number of shots. And the Irish Dilly Mirror staying with uh, guns. The Garda Elite Armed SWAT Unit was called in to provide a gun guard for the Katie Taylor fight. The Mirror has learned the emergency response unit went undercover in the crowd on Dublin for Saturday night's face-off between Katie and Chantelle Cameron. Uh, And obviously we'd heard last week there was a huge policing plan, huge security operation in place. Of course it all went off without a hitch, apart from the fact that Katie Taylor didn't win. Uh, But uh, by all accounts it seemed like a very, very safe event. Uh, But they certainly were taking no chances when you bring in the ERU to an event. Now the Irish Examiner tells us, uh, so obviously if you've been on the Cork to Dublin train recently, well some of the trains not all of them, but some of them have the trolley back where you can get your cup of tea, your packet of crisps and your sandwich and all that. So the Cork Dublin train already has that but now Irish Rail is pressing ahead with onboard vending machines. It's going to buy nine vending machines as a trial and put them on board the eight trains that operate the Cork to Dublin service. Planning to go to tender in July, Irish Rail wants the vending machines to stock cold drinks, soft drinks, light snacks and confectionery. You'll be able to pay with your card only. Uh, So obviously there hadn't been any catering on board trains uh, in recent years since the pandemic, but now you have the trolley and you have the vending machine as well. And I've got the train to Cork a number of times, absolutely starving getting back on the train uh, up to Newbridge. Um, and there's not a sniff of food so unless you can run to the shop it was quite difficult so that's good news but only on the Cork Dublin train at the moment. Now over the weekend we had all of this big TV news about Philip Schofield and Patrick Keelty. I'll come to this morning in a second but just on Patrick Keelty there's all this big hoo-ha over the fact that he's not going to live in Ireland that Patrick Keelty it looks like is going to commute from England it was all over the Sunday papers yesterday Uh, it's back in the papers today Today, the Irish Independent has an interview with Pat Kenny saying uh, that commuting from England to RTE won't be as good as living in Ireland full time for Patrick Hilty, but says it's doable. So Patrick Hilty plans to travel from his London base to Dublin each week to film The Late Late and Pat Kenny says that while commuting may have its challenges they won't impact the role and actually what Pat reminds us of is the fact that you know there's things like Zoom now you don't physically need to be in Dublin to have a meeting with the production staff so you'd imagine Patrick Hilty will fly in Thursday go do the show back home probably what, Saturday, early Saturday morning. Uh, and so many people on Twitter are giving out about this and saying he won't be connected to Irish life and all this stuff. But of course, Gay Byrne, when he first was presenting, he was uh, commuting between Dublin and Manchester every week. I wasn't around in 1960 or whenever it was, but I don't feel there was a lot of people giving out about the fact. Uh, and there was no internet back then as well, you know, to be reading up on the papers or things like that. Uh, And as someone reminded me on Twitter last night, Angela Scanlon does a Saturday night show and she lives in England. No one's giving out about that. And Craig Doyle has made a career out of presenting in the UK and also having a home in Ireland. So much ado about nothing, it would seem. Then you move on to Philip Schofield, who uh, announced on the Saturday, the Thursday show that he presented would be his last. The rumours in the British press this morning, according to the Times of London, is that Philip Schofield was forced to quit after Holly Willoughby gave ITV an ultimatum. He said he is resigning to protect the show he loves. Uh, 
so the rumour is that they had a big, big falling out. Uh, Philip Schofield is going to continue presenting other shows, but apparently the rumour is Holly Willoughby uh, set down um, Ultimatum. She made it clear it was either her or Phil, but he refused to go unless he was given something concrete that he could announce. So... Holly won't be presenting this morning, uh, this morning, because it'll be Alison Hammond and Dermot O'Leary. She's on two weeks off, and then Holly will head off on her summer holidays, probably in July, for a couple of months. I would doubt you'll see Holly back in September on this morning. I just don't think the uh, the mood is good there on the show. But just amazing when you think about Philip Schofield presenting a show for 20 years and doesn't get to say goodbye. There's no big thank you from the production team. Doesn't get to have his favourite guests on. So obviously things not rosy there. A couple of final stories. One from the Indo about the weather. In case you missed the weather forecast last night for the week, we have a high pressure system dominating over the coming week. So there's going to be lots of dry and settled conditions. Temperatures likely to exceed 20 degrees by the weekend. So there's a bit of rain this morning, um, but it's all in all going to be quite a dry, sunny week ahead. So if you've any jobs to do in the garden, this is the week to do it. If you've a bit of DIY, we're trying to paint a garden fence at the moment, uh, or if you want to have a barbecue, this looks like the week to do it. Don't forget the sun cream though, obviously. And finally, here's an interesting one from the Times of London. If you're a man, do you sit down to pee? Well, it's very interesting because in a new survey, 62% of German men said they usually or always sit down when peeing. That compares with 50% of Swedes, 34% of Italians and 23% of Britons. Don't know how uh, common it is in Ireland, but for some reason, the majority of men in Germany sit down when they pee. And there's actually a word for it, a German word, which is Sitzpinkler which means that you are a sitting whittler. So maybe something to you for you to try. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.